Yeah, we'll take everybody. It is Kennedy. Welcome to Good Good Talks Quarantine Style. Um, introductions are like the funniest thing to me, but I think this has been the third time you've been on, right? Yeah, I'm going for every year. Yeah. I missed one. Okay, so I really just want this thing to be like short little snippets of some encouragement. Doesn't mean we can't talk about what's hard, but I want to make sure we like... I want to be careful of tying everything with like a little bow of like this is perfect and we're great and everything's fine because essentially we're really not fine in this. Like every day is such a back and forth and I don't want to make it seem like we're just rubbing encouragement in and like trying to make joy out of everything when sometimes it's just not going to be that way. But at the same time, I still want this to be something that is encouraging, that does bring life to those 10 or 15 minutes that someone's listening. So this is my friend Kennedy. Kennedy and I have been friends since high school. So went to senior prom together. Um, (laughs) And um, which, what was that? That was eight years ago. Eight years. Eight years ago. Gosh, that's insane. Um, And we've walked like every season together. It's been pretty crazy. Pretty fun. And... Yep, and Marco Polo and FaceTimes have been the things that have gotten us through. Really, that's what it is. I think Marco Polo should... Um, I think that Marco Polo should be our sponsor for this this episode. That's what we said in 2017. Did we? Yep, I'll talk to him. I will get right on that. <laughs> okay, so hit us with your best shot, Kennedy. What are you learning in quarantine? What's some joys that you're bringing to this day-to-day life that we're walking through right now? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's kind of funny because I feel like in every season, there's stuff that when you kind of look back, um, you realize you learned or were really great, Um, even if it wasn't a great season, Mm -hmm. like you can look back and kind of make sense of it, and I think what I really appreciated about what a lot of people are doing in quarantine is take moments in the season to do that Mm -hmm. because it's just so hard, (laughs) you know? So it's kind of nice that I feel like, while this is one of, one of the harder seasons that I personally walked through, but also that a lot of people have walked through, Mm -hmm. um, which almost makes it harder personally, even though it's not because I'm seeing it be harder for friends too. Yeah. I'm a two for everyone that speaks Enneagram. Um, We love those twos. Honestly, couldn't do about them. (laughs) So that's probably one in and of itself. It's mm-hmm. just that I love that a lot of people are being reflective and working really hard at acknowledging what we can celebrate um, because yeah. we have to or yeah. else you just would spend all this time in, in deep um, sadness for yeah. um, all that stuff. So yeah, which I think is probably one what most. like – uh, we are talking about at the beginning of like we can't deny that this isn't hard. We can't deny or that that this is yeah. hard. We can't deny this sadness and just the difficulties that it is. But if that's all that we sat on, just like anything in life, if that's all that we leaned on, then we wouldn't be able to move forward. And so there's things like this that we have to move forward with. There's like you're saying, people being able to um, reflect and take that reflection and grow every day through it. There's only like you, you can only do stuff like that to get through this. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Another sweet part of this season is that my adult sister has moved home. And uh, for those who didn't listen the last time that I was on the podcast, I am living with my parents right now. Well, I'm in the product moving. Oh, yeah. But you were the new kid last time you were on here. I was the new kid the last time we talked. So I have loved that the four of us are all living together again Mm -hmm. because we like we would have never when I went to college that would have never been the thought she's probably not going to have a season like I am coming out of where I lived with my parents for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. and um so I'm so great that I had this time to live with my parents like several several months to soak in that time as an adult living with them Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm better for it and it's, it's been so sweet in so many ways, but to have her here is just the best. And it would have never, ever happened if Mm -hmm. there wasn't something like shelter in place, which is insane. So I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, she was going to be stuck someplace. And so she chose to be stuck with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's one, yeah, one beautiful thing of all this. And I think Definitely can be difficult to being stuck with your family, but especially as adults, I don't know, the more I grow older, like the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, I want this time with my parents. I want to be able to soak in that time. And so, of course, I'm thinking like high schoolers or young college students, like even your sister is a senior. She's like, the last thing I kind of want to do right now is live with my parents. But I don't know. I just pray that the Lord's like using that time to really grow them as a family and yeah. like have it be a sweet time together, but I can definitely see it being difficult too. Like if my brother, my brother's 31 and I was living home at 26 and all of us were together and stuck, like there'd be times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to kill you. Like there's a reason why families don't live together some t- for all of their lives. Yes. We go it's out. Rainbows <laughs> and butterflies, yeah. But it's, there's something different about living together as adults that yeah. respect the fact that we're all adults yeah. as opposed to kids and parents. Totally. Which, I mean, we still are, like, that's a part of our identity, but mm-hmm. the fact that we're all adults and respect that in each other definitely changes the dynamic a lot. Yeah. And I think, too, in this season, like, they're going into week four and five of this different pace it's just been so obvious to me. I, I had this conversation with a friend last week that we went kayaking at four o'clock right after we were done doing the things that we needed to do for work and just realizing we wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Like we would not be doing that together at that time of day just because it was sunny and it finally was warm enough to mm-hmm. get on the water and kayaks and we had the time. So we went mm-hmm. like, we just don't take enough time Mm-mm. to slow down and appreciate like that type of activity at that time in that weather is there all the time. Like that's yeah. not just because of its quarantine that that's there. Like yeah. that's always been there, yeah. but I don't always have the time or schedule to appreciate that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so just like being for, especially for like, I'm gotten a lot better at not being ridiculously busy, mm-hmm. But I like being busy, <laughs> and I like doing stuff, and yeah. I like having a full schedule. Um, I like being with a lot of people. I like, um, you know, I, I like that kind of stuff. And to really be challenged to slow down, mm-hmm. um, now that it's been a while of getting used to that, um, just realizing how much there has 
always been to enjoy Mm -hmm. that I don't always enjoy. Um, Yeah. I think it's been a really good reminder. Yeah. And I think too, Ken, it's like, I, I was listening to a lot of Mark, John Mark Comer's Ruthless Elimination of Hurry podcasts before all of this. Did you read the book? Okay. So it's just been kind of cool. I read the book and listened to the podcast. It's been so cool how it's all just kind of come to life in this of we have been moving so fast and don't think that there's enough hours in the day to get anything done when really like when we are given all of this time, we have an abundance of time that, I mean, time is moving so slow and it's, but it's a beautiful thing of like, I can sit down and it takes me a few hours to do my work for the week with, with my teaching stuff. But at the same time, like I get done at seven 30 and then I have time afterwards. I'm not rushed from, okay, school ended at three. And I think it just, it's helping us slow down and realize there's so much time in a day that when we get back to our regular rhythms of life that I think we'll, I'm hoping we'll slow down a little bit in that. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. I like that. Of like, there's, you didn't realize, yeah, just you can fit those things in and maybe not even fit them in. Like they need to be a priority. Like that needs to be what you give your time to rather than be like, I can squeeze this in. Like no more squeezing. Let's just flow it. Yeah. 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 And just take time to notice, you Mm -hmm. know, like stuff that feels so significant right now because we have so much less. I mean, I I don't feel always distraction, but for lack of a better term, like distractions right now, Mm -hmm. um, like just the littlest things feel like the biggest deals. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we made bread the other day as a family and it came out and it was like, Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Like it came out so good and it's warm. It's <laughs> awesome. And just like, that's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, a month ago. Yeah. You know, like that's not like stop everything. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. But again, it's a thing like that's always been there, but like I'm less prone to enjoy that when my day is fuller and Mm -hmm. when it's filled more with distractions, even the good ones, Mm -hmm. like, and, and I'm going to add a lot of things back to my life when I can, you know, (laughs) like a lot of us will, but I also hope to keep that. Yeah. Like I, I I would like to enjoy some of the more simple things. The small things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Okay. So You've had little joys, little things that are bringing you joy through this time. What has been a little thing of encouragement for you that whether it's every day you lean on it or something you just learned or something that, like, you learned months ago and now you're putting into practice that um, can kind of be, like, a little takeaway for for those listening? Yeah. I, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that I've said this on the podcast before. Um, and I tell you all the time, like we talked about this last week, Mm -hmm. you and I, um, so I know that, you know, I, I admire this in you, but I feel like I'm learning it myself a lot in this season is that like, I feel a million things all the time. Mm -hmm. And that has been so, um, I mean, at times just overwhelming. So overwhelming. We're not, we're we're created with emotions. Like emotions are awesome. And I am such a big advocate for feeling things Mm -hmm. and feeling them fully, um, no matter what they are and navigating those. Um, in my context, that would be 
um, you know, with God being a part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, but feeling them fully and practicing them as healthily as one can. Mm-hmm. Um, but feeling so many intense things at the exact same time, I don't think we were created to be doing yeah. for this time. And yeah. Um, yeah. so I definitely you know, today's a good day. Like I'm feeling great today, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yesterday was a bad day. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday was a hard one. Freaking um, every so day, just... every hour. It's insane. <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's just, it's such a roller coaster. And, um, some days I'm numb by it. Someday I'm yeah. feeling a lot of intense things yeah. and, and some days I can find the joy, but what I'm, learning and realizing is and what I've learned from you and and seen in you and what I love about this series is there's so much power in speaking things that are true Mm -hmm. over yourself and over a season even if you're not there yet Mm -hmm. you know like I on my worst days try to talk to someone that can not snap me out of it. Cause that's not the right word. Like, cause I do think that we need to feel what we, what we feel, yeah. but that can remind me mm-hmm. and help me say what I, what is true, mm-hmm. even though I'm not, not feeling hopeful for the truth. Mm-hmm. So like for my job, I'm where I work for a camp. Summer camp is what we do. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the summer is going to look like. Yeah. That has caused so much anxiety and and has really made it hard to know like what what should I be spending my time and energy working on should I be preparing for the summer or should I just realize that maybe we won't have it and so should I should I be doing that Mm -hmm. um and I can just get in these moments where I'm really motivated and ready to do stuff and then moments where I just feel like why am I even going to work Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. that's just the honest truth of it yeah um but just the reminder that, like, I, I've i never known what the next thing is going to look like. When have I ever fully, like, yeah. you have the false confidence, but I've never had control over what tomorrow will bring. And knowing that all I can do is be faithful with what is on my plate and what I'm working towards. Yeah. You know, if God shifts what I need to be planning for, I will. But until that happens... I'm preparing the field for rain. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm praying for a miracle and I'm going to prepare for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And that, like that, that truth that, um, or th- those truths, there are several in, in yeah. those last few statements. Yeah. Said, like, those truths, some days I believe them and a lot of days I, I don't, it takes yeah. me a while to get there, but I say them every day. Yeah. And that has like helped bring me through the mess of emotions that mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, I've, I've never had control. God yeah. always has. Mm-hmm. I, um, I will be okay mm-hmm. no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this will end. Deep, but I will be okay. Yeah. This is yes, going to this, end. This will be an end. Mm-hmm. There will be an end to COVID-19 mm-hmm. and it will be a memory at mm-hmm. some point. Um, just like those little things, like there, there is, is good to be found in every day. Some mm-hmm. days I don't believe that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I want to be a person that says that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I think that that has been just such a source of encouragement to me is mm-hmm. knowing that I can always, even if I'm not there, you know, I, I can't believe something that I can't say. 
Yeah. And I think that that's true. Mm-hmm. That like I I want to be hopeful, so I have to speak. Yeah. Hopeful words. I mean, it's kind of like the repetitive. You hear it over and over again, and you just keep doing it and kept keep pressing in, and then it becomes a habit. Yeah. It becomes truth, um, which is can be a good and bad thing, right? Like hopeful things that can stick to, but then negative things it can. So it's good to know both ends, you know, that they can kind of, both of them have that kind of cycle. I love that. And I could keep talking to you for forever, but we need to cut this off because so we could go forever. We could go forever. So Ken, thank you for joining. This is great. And I'm sure you'll be on, of course, anytime. I'm sure you'll be on season six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Just keep going. (laughs) All right. Love it.